They're an entirely new category of skincare products designed to deliver a hit of moisture and repair your skin while you sleep. So let's take a look at K-Beauty's obsession with the sleeping mask. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Korean Beauty Show podcast. You are in the right place if you'd like to take a deep dive into the world of Korean beauty and learn how things are being done right here in Seoul, South Korea. I'm your host, Lauren Lee. I'm the founder of online K-beauty platform Style Story and K-beauty brand Jellico. And on this show, as you might have guessed, we talk about all things K-beauty, K-skincare, K-makeup, anything with a K in front of it, I'm here for you, except K-pop. We don't talk about K-pop and we don't talk about K-drama, although let me know if you're keen to hear a little bit more about that. I'm not sure that I know that much about it, but if it has a K in front of it, I am your girl. So before we jump into this week's uh, topic, which is of course K-beauty sleeping masks, let's take a look at the news headlines. So there's an online K-beauty cosmetic newspaper called Beauty Nuri, and they've actually done an analysis um, on the news new and renewal brand communication keywords from June 2021. So this is all the, I guess, uh, information that the brands themselves put out there about their products, the things that they want people in the market to know, um, everything about their their new and obviously, uh, you know, renewed brand items. And they found that the keywords that were the most frequently mentioned were calm, as in C-A-L-M, calm, keep calm, Sika, as in Centella Asiatica, and also scent. So I think what that tells us is that the brands are still really keen to put out their products that are aimed to calm the skin, products that have Centella Asiatica as their key ingredient in them. And of course, we previously spoke a couple of months ago about how they are also the keywords that people are searching for on the main portals, the search portals in Korea, places like Naver, which is basically the Korean equivalent of Google, really. It's a search portal um, that you, they've got news, shopping, everything that you can do on Google, you can do on Naver, except in the Korean language. So these key themes, I guess, just keep coming through. And I think it is no surprise to hear that words like calm and seeker are right up there. And that is obviously because people are still in the middle of this pandemic. People are still wearing face masks every single day, anytime they leave their house. And you know, that's just caused a lot of problems for skin generally and things like uh, calming um, and uh, repairing, I guess, skincare products are really, really popular at the moment. And I would say the number one ingredient that is doing that for most people is this ingredient Sika or Centella Asiatica. Uh, if you are keen to learn more about uh, some of the types of ingredients that we use in K-Beauty uh, and that you will find in your journey through the world of K-Beauty, then take a listen back because I've done a couple of roundup episodes uh, over the course of the show where we do a deep dive into various different ingredients. So if you are new and just, you know, dipping your pinky uh, toe into the world of Korean skincare, I know that that can be really quite overwhelming. Uh, if you're an old hat, you've probably tried a million and one secret products. You don't need me to tell you what it is, but they were the three keywords that are trending in the brand releases at the moment. So just a little bit of K-beauty news headline trivia there for you guys. All right, now sleeping masks. So 
I'm sure that some of you definitely will have heard of them before, but for those of you who are completely new to the world of K-beauty, you might be thinking, is this like some sort of an eye mask that I put on overnight, you know, to block the sunlight out, the kind of the things, you know, you see people wearing on the plane, and it's not that. So what they are is actually a high impact, kind of a night cream that is designed to be used last at night before you go to sleep. So the idea is that you pop it on after your serum and night cream and wait until the morning to wash it off. So it's kind of a hybrid product, um, but in between like a, I guess, a night cream, but also a mask product. And we'll go into how those two things are different. But a fun fact that some of you old hats might not know is that in Korean, they're actually called sleeping packs or sumyeon pek. Uh, and that is because the word for mask is actually reserved for like the COVID style face masks. Like that is technically a mask in Korean and then sleeping masks or packs and then sheet uh, masks are actually usually called pack in native Korean. So a lot of brands these days are just calling them either sheet masks or sleeping masks. But technically, if you jump on in Korean and start searching, you will notice that they're called um, either sleeping pack or sumyeon pack. So it's a pack. Um, so what they're supposed to be, be uh, so how they're a little bit different, I guess, this is one important thing from a night cream. Because a lot of people just, I think when they take a look at it, they're like, meh, that's just a night cream. Well, not exactly. So the reason is, the reason I say that is that most sleeping masks are supposed to be used like a regular sheet mask. So two to three times a week, depending on your skin type, you may be able to use one more frequently. And that is particularly the case if you're prone to dryness. Uh, and you'll see that when we start talking about some of the popular products is that a lot of them are really aimed at offering an extra hit of hydration, a boost of hydration. So it makes more sense that if you are particularly prone to dryness, if you live in a really dry climate, or if you live somewhere that has a very, very harsh winter where you need lots of artificial heating, that these are the kind of products that you will want to add into your routine. So one other thing I thought I would probably just mention is that I have really seen a big shift probably in the last three years, I would say, and that is a shift in the popularity from sheet mask to the sleeping pack or, or sleeping mask. So back in the day, uh, many, many moons ago when I first got into K-beauty, the, the sheet mask was everywhere. Um, everyone was doing them. And that's not to say that a lot of people still don't do them, but I have noticed a really big shift, particularly in the foreign markets, in overseas markets outside of Korea. And I think that that's got to do with uh, the sustainability factor for a lot of people. So sleeping masks, in a nutshell, you get more uses out of them. They're a more sustainable option because you've got essentially a pot that contains the entire product rather than an individually wrapped and packaged product. And some sheet masks that I've seen literally have layer upon layer of like plastic that you have to peel back to get into the mask itself. So even though Korea has a really, really robust recycling system, not all other countries do. And I think that is a major factor into the decline in sales of things like sheet masks that I have noticed. Certainly in Australia, uh, they're just not as popular as they used to be. And you know, their sleeping masks are 
are also a lot better bang for buck, particularly if you break down the cost per use. You know, your standard sheet mask can run anything from about $2 to, you know, I've even seen ones that are like $8 to $10 for a single mask. So that is not exactly that economical. And when you have a look at, you know, the packaging around it and all of that, I think it makes sense that these sleeping masks have really come to the fore and have become a lot more popular and prevalent. So what will you find in your typical K-Beauty sleeping mask? This is a harder question to answer, and that is because the individual formula of each mask is going to vary based on what skin type it's for and what the mask is trying to achieve. So what I've noticed is that for the oily, acne-prone, and combination skin types, you'll mostly find like a gel-type mask uh, or even a gel cream hybrid kind of mask, and the ingredients obviously will be designed to be uh, non-clogging to the pores. So just something really lightweight for those kind of skin types. Now, for the drier skin types, you'll tend to be looking at something creamier and more occlusive, and that just makes sense from a textural perspective. Uh, the ingredients themselves, we'll take a look at some of the top trending masks and you'll be able to see what they actually contain. Really, really, really varied. Uh, but if you do have a favorite ingredient that you are looking to incorporate into your routine or something that you're keen to try out, I can almost guarantee there will be a K-Beauty sleeping mask on the market that has that ingredient in it. And likewise, if there is anything that you are trying to avoid because you're allergic to it, your skin doesn't respond well or whatnot, there will be a product that's formulated specifically for you. So let's take a look at them a little bit later. So why are sleeping masks so good? I think it is no secret that I am a massive fan of sleeping masks. Uh, that is one of the first products that we put out for Jellyco. We only have two products and one of them is a sleeping mask. And that is because I just think they are amazing. They are the bee's knees. They function on so many different levels to boost the skin, renew the skin, and they're doing it at the time that your skin needs it the most. So the reason I guess this whole category took off in the first place is because our skin does most of its repairing at night. So sleeping masks in general make the most of the skin's increased cell renewal rate by caring for the skin when it's already repairing itself. So the skin's base temperature is also higher at night and that gives it better absorption capabilities. So what I would say is that sleeping masks work in tandem with your natural sleep cycle to repair things like environmental damage, which can be caused by heaps of different things, free radicals, pollution, stress, which obviously we are all going through a lot more stress at the moment with everything that's going on in the world. Uh, the weather is a major factor. Uh, artificial heating, sun exposure, all of those kind of things contribute to the breakdown of our skin cells. And they can also disturb our ordinary balance of oil and moisture in the skin. So that's why we really want to make sure that we're getting good sleep at night, that we are making the most of the the skin's natural uh, renewal cycle and that we're asleep in that golden hour when the skin actually does the most of its uh, regeneration. So to get the best results from your sleeping mask, skin regeneration in general almost doubles between 10 p.m. to 4 a.m. So make sure you have applied your sleeping mask before then 
But even more importantly, make sure that you are asleep. If you're not asleep, it doesn't work the same. So, you know, that is one more reason, I guess, to turn off the TV, put your phone down and just get a little bit of shut eye, even if it is just between 10 p.m. to 4 a.m. so that you are getting the most, uh, the best results from your sleeping masks and of course, whatever ever other products you are using before bed. So a really common question that I get asked is, well, are they sticky, you know? Um, And the thing I will say is that you need to be sure that you are picking the best product for your skin type. And if you're not sure about a particular sleeping mask that you're looking at, which skin type it's for, take a look at the reviews. People will usually give you a great indication about whether that product fit their skin type, what their skin type is, and if they found it sticky or not. I mean, for me, when we were designing and creating Jellico's uh, Cherry Blossom Sleeping Mask, that was a really, really important factor. Like, I don't have time to muck around. Like, I don't want to have to put a product on like an hour, half an hour or whatnot before I go to bed. Sometimes I don't have that much time spare. So I wanted something that wasn't going to be sticky. Now, look, the other thing I will say is, um, (laughs) you know, watch how much mask you're putting on. I see sometimes people on Instagram and they're like, oh, this product is really sticky. And then I have a look at how much they're putting on and I'm like, oh my Lord, you could do literally five people's faces with the amount you're putting on. It's like saying, oh, you know, your hands go like pruny in the bath if you stay in there too long. Like, of course, it's going to be sticky if you put too much product on. So with any skincare product, make sure you're applying an appropriate amount as well. I know for sleeping masks, a lot of them have these really, really beautiful textures and people can get really carried away and think that they need to like cocoon themselves. But in actuality, you will get the best results by using a proper amount, which in most cases is going to be the size of like a peanut or a cashew. So do watch that. Um, I've I've been thoroughly entertained by watching some people how much um, skincare products they apply Um, and it's just it's just wrong you don't need that much in fact it's going to do all sorts of uh, weird and funky things now the other thing I would say is to check the formulation um, I've tried some sleeping masks before that are colored uh, and you know there's nothing wrong with that except that the mask then turned my face like an awkward tint so just I guess you you will probably be able to figure that out from the reviews, but there are products out there I've seen that have like colorings to them and then you put it on and it's like, uh, I tried one that was um, a rose sleeping mask and sounds great, right? And it was really, really beautiful, but it left my face with like a rose colored hue. So I didn't really want to put that on like too long before I was going to bed because it make it like it made my face look really really red so that I'd be walking around with a red face for a while and those kind of things do then tend to transfer onto your pillow so a properly formulated sleeping mask that is uh, made for your skin type you shouldn't have those kind of problems of it being sticky or transferring onto your pillow or you know having um color or anything like that 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 in my opinion is not a properly formulated product uh, but obviously you know there are lots of different products out there on the market so just have a look around and see what other people are saying I would say 
Now, how is a sleeping mask different to a night cream? So that's obviously a really great question. So night creams really are just moisturizers. Uh, they tend to be a little bit thicker potentially and you use them every single night. Um, whereas sleeping masks, in, in I actually think they almost function more like serums. So they contain a higher percentage of your active ingredients uh, they offer a lot of additional hydration and they're not necessarily like a thicker occlusive formula at all in fact usually because you'll be putting them on over your moisturizer you're not going to want anything too like thick and gloopy the other big difference is that they're not necessarily designed to be used every night or you don't have to use them every night whereas your night cream you know I assume if you're using it like a moisturizer you'll be putting that on every single night so they are different um, and you know it's really just about finding something that fits in with the other products in your routine as well so you know picking an appropriate texture and thickness um, when you're balancing the other products that are in your routine so if you're one if you you're curious about that you've got questions you're not quite sure you can always get in touch with either me or the style story team we are more than happy to you know give you some advice about how your the sleeping mask that you're looking at is going to fit into your routine and whether that's going to be the right one for you based on your goals so just feel free to always get in touch if you have any questions like that um, we've literally tried that many sleeping masks um, so we are more than happy to help now who should use one I think that sleeping masks are a match made in heaven for mature skin, for dull skin, for dehydrated skin, uh, dry skin, and also for skin that is, I guess, really prone to uh, taking a beating in the change of seasons or during different weather. So if you know that your skin does tend to change during the really dry, cool parts of the year, then I would say that this is going to be an excellent product for you to add into your routine because your skin basically just drinks up the additional vitamins and hydration. Now even if you don't need a whole lot of hydration, if you are on the more oily acne prone side, you can definitely still benefit from a sleeping mask. There are lots of different ways you can add it into your routine. I know some people because they like the benefits of the sleeping masks, they actually swap their regular moisturizer for a sleeping mask several times a week so that they don't burden their skin. The other thing is that there are lots of formulations on the market these days that are particularly aimed at getting things like oiliness under control in the sleeping mask formula. So again, it's just a matter of having a look around and seeing the, what products are out there that are going to be right for you. So there are literally so many products on the market and I know that choosing the right one can be tricky. So the golden rule, as always, is to opt for a product that is suited to your specific skin type so let's have a look at what some of those ones are now for dull skin COSRX's ultimate nourishing rice overnight spa mask is uh, a good option and that's because it contains 65% of rice extract and that is a great ingredient for softening and brightening the skin so keep an eye out for that one if you do have dull skin for normal skin that you know is generally pretty sturdy and doesn't require you know a whole lot doesn't have allergies or anything like that then Laneige's water sleeping mask is a really good option uh, it can help to recharge dehydrated skin overnight 
not. Uh, and it's just, it's a really cult favorite product. You probably will have seen it. That is a really good option for normal skin. I don't personally find it enough hydration for my dry skin, um, just with the way the texture and it sinks in. But that is, as a general rule, a good product for people with normal skin. For barrier care, Laneige has a seeker version. So that is called Laneige Seeker Sleeping Mask. And that combines a whole host of skin softening emollients and moisturizers as well as several blemish fighting and oil controlling ingredients for that barrier strengthening effect so the other benefit of this formulation is that it doesn't have perfume um, pigments talcs dyes or silicones in it so it's a good option if you are facing barrier damage the one of the key ingredients is what they call forest yeast uh, and this is from uh, a forest on Jeju Island that the brand has access to and they claim that the ferment has good regenerating powers on the skin because it is rich in fat B vitamins um, and it's also moisturizing and they have better glucan in that formula as well so a really great ingredient for damaged skin barriers generally uh, I would say our jelly co cherry blossom sleeping mask does work for all skin types and that's because we've made it into a jelly formula so it looks thick but it melts into the skin as soon as you put it on and it doesn't it's not sticky it's not gloopy in any way it should just go straight in that was something I was really really paranoid about um, I just wanted something that would create bouncy elastic jelly skin when I woke up the next morning but I didn't want to have to mess around with anything before I went to sleep like oh wait half an hour and you know blow three times on your skin no like it just should sink straight into the skin and because it is this lighter weight texture it does work for all skin types uh, including for my own dry skin which is you know I'm not a massive fan of making products that I myself can't use so that one I, I can safely say is a good product for all different skin types if you're after something cheap and cheerful then Mizan has a product called Goodnight White Sleeping Mask. Uh, now this used to be such a popular option probably about five years ago. And I'm not quite sure why, but I do. It does seem to not be talked about as much these days. But it is a really great bang for buck product if you're on a budget. Um, if you're wanting to just try out a nice entry level product in the category, I think that that is a perfectly fine um, formulation and nice and cheap. Now for oily skin or if you're a fan of Innisfree's green tea line uh, which is formulated for oily skin then you will love Innisfree's green tea sleeping mask. I think it's a really nice basic option that delivers uh, good antioxidants. They're using Jeju green tea uh, and also lactobacillus ferment lysate. So probably one to skip if you are worried about fermented ingredients um, or anything like fungal acne but for everyone else that is a really really nice uh, probiotic ingredient uh, and the Jeju green tea that they are using uh, they say the brand says that they created it after studying 2401 varieties of green tea not not 2402 just 2401 uh, so <laughs> they claim that it opens the moisture path of dehydrated skin to reveal supple glowing and a clear complexion so look green tea and I don't know if you know there are really that many differences between the 2401 varieties of a green tea but regardless it is a nice ingredient for skin it uh, is full of antioxidants so you know that makes it a good one in my book so that is one to look out for if you do have oily skin
If you're a Pareto fan, um, and this brand is becoming really popular for their range of essential oil and fragrance-free skincare products, then they have one on the market called uh, Purito Dermide Seeker Barrier Sleeping Pack, which is a very long name <laughs> to get through, but that is also a more budget-friendly alternative as well, um, and it's a good option if you are looking for a product that contains uh, Centella Asiatica or Sika, uh, and if you do need something that is essential oil or fragrance-free. Uh, I, I know you know there are a very very small percentage of the population that do have a fragrance allergy. I think I read a report somewhere saying that it was about two to five percent of the general population, so quite low. It's still quite rare but for those people that cannot tolerate any essential oil or fragrances then that is a good option now if you are a propolis fan and i know that there are lots of you out there then iunique has a product called propolis sleeping mask and that it has a combination of 16 percent of propolis and they've also thrown in sea buckthorn extract at eight percent uh Sika leaf water at five percent and then niacinamide as well so that is a really nice product. One thing that I hear um, from our Style Story customers is that that one can take a little while to dry down. Uh, so it's probably not the best option if you're doing your skincare and about to jump straight into bed. But if you've got a bit more time on your hands, then, you know, that's a good one to try out. Um, oh my God, I could go on all day. There are so many like sleeping mask products on the market, but these are some that hopefully you'll be able to get your hands on a little more easier. Oh, another one I should mention if you are looking for a seeker based product, but one with more of a gel texture, Dr. Jart has their Sika Pair Sleep Air Ample In Mask. Uh, and you know, that's a really fancy name, but essentially it is a sleeping mask. Um, that's quite popular and it does have that gel texture. Uh, so just a bit lighter than some of the other ones. Uh, so there's a combination of, I guess, more creamier textures among those, um, hybrid between gel and cream, and then obviously uh, jelly in general. So lots of different options for you, no matter what your skin type is, no matter what you are looking for in a sleeping mask. Um, I would love to know, are you guys a fan of sleeping masks? Do you use them? Is it a staple for you or something that you're like, mm, you know, maybe if I have time, but otherwise, no, I would love to know. I would love to hear your thoughts on the category in general. Um, you can come and find me on Instagram. I am at lauren.kbeauty, always up for a chat all things skincare and K-beauty. And as always, if you do, if, if all of this has just sort of gone a little bit over your head and is a little bit too confusing, just pop in, slide into those DMs and hit me up with any of your questions. Otherwise, you can find our team. Um, we are at stylestory underscore kbeauty or stylestory.com.au on the web. Uh, we have a Facebook page, lots of different ways for you to get in contact if you're just wanting a little bit more, I guess, support in picking the right products for you. Uh, that is probably the number one thing we get asked. It's like, I'm, I want to get started, but I'm scared. I don't, I don't know where to start. And I don't want to choose the wrong product. So don't worry. We are more than happy to help. We get the questions like that literally every single day. Uh, so get in touch. Let's have a chat and get you started or get you on the right track if you haven't quite found the right products um, for you. Uh, so that is what I wanted to chat to you guys about today. One of my favorite categories of K-beauty product, um, one that is very close to my heart. 
So I will leave it there uh, and I will be back next Tuesday. We do a drop an episode every Tuesday. So make sure that you are subscribed or following in your favorite podcast app so that you don't miss next week's episode. And until then, I will see you on Star Story.